Alright, this is Dude to Bet Sports. Dude to Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dude to Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dude to Bet Sports show. We're going to wing it, Papa Dude. Are you ready? You're eating? I mean, I don't feel like you're focused. Let's go. I am, but I, I had to get my Kit Kat in. So, yeah, I'm focused. Let's do it. Oh, no. We're These are my kind time. of shows. You know what? This will be the last, like, uh, lighthearted show we do until after the Derby because right after the show, we got John White coming up. That'll be a serious show. All the Derby stuff next week. So this is it. It's our last last lighthearted show. <laughs> okay. So we might so well you say, are you saying this show's worthless? No, I'm just saying. You might as well just eat Kit Kats on the air. That's that's what we're doing. That's oh, you won't be eating Kit Kats on the, uh, with John White on? Uh, no. There will, not, there will not be Kit Kats with John White okay. on. Okay. No. All right. No. Would Drew? you tell John White something for me? Okay. What? <laughs> No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm just gonna. I, we'll get into it here in a minute. <laughs> All right, Rick is here. Hello to you. Hello to Shadi as well. Uh, everybody having a good time today. Like I said, we're gonna have a fun little show. Uh, open forum show. Ask us anything. We will answer anything. We do have topics. We're not gonna sit here and wait for you to ask questions. But throughout the show, if you have questions, we will answer them. No, no problem at all. I know you're excited about that, right? I am. I like to answer questions. I like, you know, I'm an open book. Just let, let her rip. I put in the description, world problems could be solved on the show today. So I'm, I'm nice. looking at you. We'll give it a shot. Okay. Sounds good. Um, listen, let's talk Derby real quick. Uh, well, not real quick. Let's, let's open up with Derby talk. Okay. Uh, look, you know, everybody knows the bad news that happened today with Wild on Ice. Uh, broke down, uh, got, got injured at the track, and uh, did not uh, did not didn't make it. So uh, sad deal for small connections as well uh, that, that made it to the Derby, and now he's out. Skinner is now in. So we do have to kind of bring that news. It's it's not something we really want to talk about, but it's something we we have to. So wanted to mention that. And now, like Shadi said, uh, rest in peace to Wild on Ice. Just a terrible thing, part of the game, but uh, yes. never never fun, never easy. Uh, it does allow Skinner to get in, so Skinner will now be in, and then sitting at 21st is Cyclone Mischief. When you get news like that, that that seems secondary, doesn't it? Oh, it does. It, it's it's the worst part of the game. Yeah, you know, it's it, but it happens, and it just it it always has, and there's this. It just happens. There's nothing you can do about it. You know, yep. horses and their and their legs and and everything. It just it's just won't. It could very well happen out in the pasture. You know, it's just the way it is with horses and how important their legs are. And when something like that happens, sometimes there's just nothing you can do. So, yeah, very sad. Uh, when I go to track, I just hope something like that doesn't happen. Yeah, you know, and luckily it doesn't very often. But right. when it does, it's it's not any fun at all. And I think that the longer you follow the game, you do see that happen every once in a while. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's definitely a very shocking thing. I remember... Oh, it wasn't when I got going into horse racing. It was probably around like uh, the Barbaro situation. Oh, yeah. Uh, when he got hurt and I, I didn't, you know, I wasn't really following it, uh, by, you know, that far or that that much. And uh, when he got hurt and, and everybody was making a big deal of it, and I, I kind of thought to myself, well, I mean, it's a broken leg. Like, what what is that? 
why does that matter? Yeah. Well, I learned very quickly how, what the importance of legs with horses. And yeah. it is kind of crazy, you know, um, injuries happen, right? Injuries yeah. happen in any sport. Uh, but, you know, if a basketball player breaks his leg today, he's not in danger. Exactly. Of and that's the difference with horses. If you've ever been in the racetrack, like in the mornings, when they're out there working out and you see how many horses there are on the tracks, and this is at any track in the country, it's amazing. It doesn't happen more than it does. I agree. Yeah. I it's kind of like you drive down the interstate and you see all this traffic day after day after day. It's amazing. There's no more car wrecks than there are. Yeah. Because most people are shitty drivers. And it's just, <laughs> it's amazing. There aren't, I think that every time I go down the interstate, you know, I'm bumper to bumper over here where we live and, you just don't, you know, I drove that interstate every day for 10 years and I can count on both hands the number of wrecks I saw in that time. And it's just amazing. There aren't more than there are. Yeah. And, and you know, there, there definitely are, um, you know, that, that, like you said, in the morning, there's, there's literally hundreds. That's not right. an exaggeration. Hundreds of horses out on the track at the same time. Yeah. You do see injuries in training, but not that much. So, I mean, it's 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 really is quite amazing. Um, all right, let's get to let's go to this one. Let's go to yeah, do that one. Comment here as we're talking about Kentucky Derby, and let's transition into something a little bit uh, you know happier for sure. Uh, she says, uh, "What do you think about a couple of super high fives in the Derby with Kings Barnes, Forte, Tapatrice, Angel of Empire, and Derma?" Uh, depending on the post positions, let's let's pretend they all get good post positions. For this talk on this show, we're not going into well, what if this horse gets a bad post? Let's say they all get good ones, right? Um, yeah. I mean, no, I think that's the horses that you need to build it around. So mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think that would be a really good start. Right now, uh, I'm leaning Forte, Tapatrice, Angel of Empire, putting one of those horses on top, uh, and then spreading around. But I think Derma and Kings Barnes are kind of those two speed horses yep. that if they're going to get maybe they're going to get the easiest way around the track in terms of Derma and Kings Barnes will be forwardly placed as long as they break and they're going to be up in front and they're going to be the ones they have to run down. What are your thoughts on the five horses she listed there? Uh, definitely. I've got three Forte, Tapatrice and Angel of Empire. So yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't throw those other two in there. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I, I, I think, think to be honest, <laughs> I know for our site and everything, we got to be zeroing in on this Kentucky Derby, but mm -hmm. I don't even think about it till next week. I know you guys have to, but yeah. I, I haven't really zeroed in on it yet. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and and with with for you, you don't really have to because you you're doing more of the sports stuff. Yeah, and you've. Yeah, you know, you don't have to worry about making a pick until we ask you to make it, and yeah. you'll have the post positions and everything by the time uh, that comes. Exactly. You have to be leaning towards Forte after all. You I seen. do, and, and I just don't see anything that's going to change my mind between now and then. I, I don't care about workouts. I don't care how a horse looks. Yeah. Uh, if they're in the Kentucky Derby, they look good. Mm -hmm. I don't. The workouts. I don't know what the trainer's trying to do in a workout. You know, you don't really know what they're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. Now, if the horse isn't working out, that's an issue. Uh, Forte, to me, I don't, I, I see no negatives. And if you don't try to beat him, that's fine. But in my little mind, six for seven, to me, he won the, 
the race in a most impressive way. Yeah. And great trainer, <laughs> jockey. Where is there a negative? I don't see it. Mm-hmm. That's just I, me. Yeah, I, I think that's that's definitely true. And Dennis is is definitely agreeing with you there. Uh, he hasn't zeroed in either. Uh, just has the first turn in his mind. Uh, listen, uh, right as we were as you were talking, actually, uh, news uh, came through from Churchill Downs talking about the horses that worked out today. Ten horses worked out for the Kentucky Oaks today, including your likely favorite, Wet Paint. Uh, the Alley's Look also worked out. Botanical also in that uh, group that worked out today for the Oaks. So uh, horses getting ready. Uh, as, as I as I scroll through here, uh, you know, previous uh, uh, pretty mischievous. Uh, was able to work today. South Lawn was working today. Almost everybody that you would think did have yeah. a work today for the Oaks. Also, two fills uh, had a workout at Hawthorne. That's interesting. Uh, that is still, interesting. Still up there at Hawthorne for the Ravelli Barn. And then Ray's Kane was at Keeneland today working out. So there's a couple of uh, a couple of workers there. So that is um, yeah, still there. What's that? That is interesting that he's still there. Well, yeah, I mean, Ravelli Barn is based there in in Chicago, but uh, yeah. yeah, you would think uh, he would have had him down here by now. But uh, yeah, that's, that's yeah, we'll see. Uh, Dennis is going to ask another Derby question here, or didn't really ask him. He said, "Let's play over unders. First quarter in the Derby going in twenty four point three with the half up in forty eight point five. This is an interesting thing. Um, it seems like a very slow pace lining up for this year's Derby, Papa Dude, and I did a video on this. I think Magic's going to release it next week, early in the week, about uh, projected trips that horses might get and this and that. We don't have a ton of speed signed on to the race. And yeah, that's... Eight out of the ten horses that have won this race, or at least crossed the wire first uh, in the Kentucky Derby, have been one, two, or three all the way around the track, one of those positions. So it does kind of lead you to think that a horse could take him gate to wire. What do you think? Is it going to be a slow pace? I mean, I know you haven't, you haven't seen it too much, but you've seen the preps. There hasn't been. Well, that seems awful slow to me. Don't it you? Seems, it seems extremely slow for the Derby, but it seems like it is possible. Yeah. It could be a little bit slower than normal. I would go under those numbers. Me too. But I don't think it's going to be by a bunch. I mean, Usually, you're going to see at least under a 47 half. Yeah. I don't think you're going to, I don't know. I think it'll be between 47 and 48 this year. I, I just don't see a lot. Even look at Kings Barnes, who won a prep, Gate to Wire, impressively, right? Mm -hmm. But he went extremely slow up front. So, yeah. now the, the other way is the jockeys can see the past performances too. What if a few get aggressive and say, well, we're exactly. going to try to take it, you know? Yeah. So does it worry you, though, that you're, you're backing, let's say, a Forte, and, and I might be on him, too. I might be on Tapa Trice, Angel of Empire. How worried are you backing a horse that does come from out of it? It depends on how far back he gets, you know? Yeah. I don't think he'll get back that far. You know, like, he if he stays way back there, then you're always concerned because there's so much traffic he's going to have to get through in this race. Yeah, I think they'll change him a little bit and try to get him up a little closer. A closer can win the Derby for sure, but they do have to overcome the obstacles of trying yeah. to weave in and out of traffic and getting that perfect trip. Uh, I think all of us would, would agree Mo Donegal was the best closer out of that group last year, but he got a horrific trip and Rich Strike right. 
trip. And so that's why I think they'll change him up a little if they can, you know, don't ideally let's talk Forte for a second, since he is your top pick. Ideally, wouldn't you want to see him about sixth or seventh yes. instead of 14th? Yeah. I think in this race, he can't be 14th because mm-hmm. you got to be extremely lucky if you're 14th. I, I, I keep going through his races the trip he got in the Florida Derby is going to get him beat. I'm afraid it would get beat here. Yes, because yeah. he gets better horses. Yep, and, and I think he's going to need the Breeders' Cup type of trip, or even uh, the Fountain of Youth, or uh, yeah, Fountain of Youth type of trip. Yeah, he's shown he can be a little more tactical. Tapa Trice, another one um, that's going to, you know, they're similar and uh, in, and in where they might be coming from in the race. I the thing I like about Tapa Trice he did show he can make a move up the backside to get in position in the bluegrass and then make another move in the stretch. That's going to be very important. I think Forte can do that as well. Uh, if you are a closer, you want to be in position turning for home. Even if you are a closer, you want to be able to make a middle move or a move around that turn. I think both those horses can do it. Another one. And I keep watching this horse's replays back, Papa dude, angel of empire. He won our mm-hmm. race down there at Oakland. Our yep. track. Very impressive. Boy, he keeps growing on me. Yeah. I mean, what, as we get closer, are you considering him or is it just? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Very impressive win. Don't know how good the field was, but still, doesn't matter. Wanted easy. Yeah. Uh, maturing. The horse continues to mature. He's going to be a factor. He made a, I don't know how I would phrase it, a, a, a very impressive, I'll put it, a very impressive move on the turn in the Arkansas Derby. If you remember, we were kind of tracking him, and it's like, yeah, I don't really see him. And then all of a sudden, when we watched him, we picked him up. It was like, oh, that's a winner. Like, he is just moving like a winner. That kind of move and then be able to finish, that's what you need to do. He's another one. I think he can sit a little closer than 15th. Like, I think he can sit about 8th, and I think that's that's where you yeah. want to see. Uh, Truth Exposed says, hey, he's fast. Uh, field doesn't matter. Only the numbers That's do. true. Yep, that's right. Um, Tapa Trice uh, repeats his bluegrass trip. He can win. But if he repeats his Tampa Bay trip, hmm. I, I really believe with Angel, with Tappet, Trice, and with Forte, they have all had trips where they can win this race. They've all had trips where the trip will beat them in this race. Mm-hmm. That's the trickiest part about this. That's whole right. Thing. Yeah. But can't um, you say that about any race, just about? No, I, not no. Not, with, not with any horse. Because let's say you're a Kings Barnes fan. What, where's the trip that he's had that'll get him beat? He, well, he hasn't had I see trip. what you mean. You I know see, what I, I mean? Um, he okay. Just just to kind of throw out something I've been saying privately for a couple of weeks now. This field, and again, I'm not saying don't back a closer ever in the Derby. I'm saying the easiest way to win the Derby is to get on the lead. On the lead, yeah. Think because we got no traffic problems. Exactly, you get on the lead. Now look, yes, you could say, well, they they go too fast. Well, yeah, that'll kill them. But if you're on or near the lead, most of the times that's a trip you want. We had a ton of horses leading up to this Kentucky Derby that could sit that kind of trip. None of them are here other than Kings Barnes mm-hmm. and the Japanese sensation, Dermot mm-hmm. Sotogate. That's it. Yep. Uh, you know, like an Arabian Knight, right? Who won yeah. the Southwest, as you remember. Yeah. 
pretend he wins another prep and now he's here, he would be overwhelmingly my top pick because of the trip. But, right. I mean, I'm not a huge Kings Barnes fan. Michael Peller and a huge Kings Barnes fan. I'm not. But when I keep looking at this and projecting this trip, it's like so he's got so the easiest path to win. If if we see a Kings Barn or the Japanese horse and the, the pace is 48 and they're ahead, yeah, they're gonna be somebody, it's going to be tough to beat them. They're going to be very tough to beat. Yeah, somebody will have to go up with them, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And which one of them will it be? And I and think they're, they're both candidates if the pace was quick. They'd kind of be in a new world, especially Kings Barnes, where he's never been because he's never really had to run in that fast pace. And if the pace did quicken up, he would be in some trouble. But if it doesn't, he's kind of right there with the perfect trip. Still no jockey for him, though. We'll see, we'll yeah. see what happens, though, uh, with him. And, yeah, as Truth says here, we ran into the Louisiana Derby. He set those fractions, and he was gone. And if he gets those again, he might be gone again. I yeah. Mean, I don't know. Um, that's the one that's – he's he's scary to me. He's scary yeah. to me. Uh, question here, where does two fills want to be placed? I think he is fourth or fifth. I think he's tracking. Um, I love that horse. Go ahead. You like him? I do. Very consistent, underrated horse. He's got a shot. I, I mean – if the race was on a synthetic surface, I would think big time shot. His dirt races have just been, oh, I just, I just no. can't, can't get there, but he's got another one. He's going to get a good trip. I think he's going to be around to hit the board. I think he's got a shot to hit the board. Uh, also a comment here. I'm not believing in the Japanese horses until one wins the Derby. I want to know your thoughts on that. What do you think about these horses coming over from Japan? They've never been very good in this race specifically. What do you think? Well, I've heard you guys talk about them. Are these, in your opinion, two of the best that they've sent over here? It feels like I feel like Mandarin Hero is one. If he gets into the gate, you'd have yeah. to say, well, he, he he still isn't in the gate. But if he gets in, you know, they almost won the same in a derby. Obviously, yeah. that's that's a good one. Uh, but yeah, Derma Sotagate, yeah, I think he is the best that that has tried it for sure. So what has been the problem why they haven't done well? I mean, is it just because they're just not as good? Or they just aren't used to this kind of racing? Or I think they're Let me ask you this. Okay. Because I was listening to a show the other day. Uh, a Well, it was down at Oakland, and they, they had uh, four female jockeys that were on there. Well, one of them's from France. And she was talking about, they asked her, what's your hardest adjustment? And she goes, it's adjusting to the tracks in the United States compared to the ones in Europe. Mm -hmm. Are the tracks different in Japan, maybe? As far as the texture of the track, the, the hardness, the softness, yeah. and maybe that's a problem they have? I mean, I don't know the answer to the question as why they have trouble when they get here. The surfaces are different, but, you know, when you talk about European horses, they're turf mostly, so they're turf runners, where Japan runs on the dirt and runs well on the dirt and has okay. big races on the dirt. So uh, it is going to be a little bit different surface. The UAE Derby, the, the surface there at Maidan, very different from Churchill Downs as well. 
So you've got that to, to kind of go through as well. So look, it you're either with him or against him, I think. I, I, I don't know. I, I can't I've been back and forth on him. I put him down to like fifth. You talking about the Japanese horse? Mm-hmm. I think if everybody draws really poorly and he draws great, I, I guess I could probably pick him to win. I'm probably just gonna use him really defensively. Just not gonna yeah. play him to win. Hey, if he wins, here's a couple bets I've got with him on top. I mean, I don't want to pick – I just don't want to pick him. And I kind of am starting to lean towards that. Well, if he beats me, you know, we'll adjust from here. But until until one of them comes over here and does it, I'm not sure. Yeah, so, I think that's where you have to be. Yeah. And, and Or you look at it and go, well, I'll just take a swing because I don't really love anybody that's in here. So you could go either way on that one. And, and I'm, I couldn't talk you off one way or the other, which is better, which is worse. So – We'll just have to see how that goes. Um, all right. I've got a question, a couple questions that were emailed into us. Uh, let me, let me, here's a good one. I thought this was a good one. Which Kentucky Derby horse that you backed was the worst? So what's the worst Kentucky Derby horse or the Kentucky Derby pick you've ever made? Oh, boy. <sighs> Golly, Aaron, I can't remember names. Oh. <laughs> Nothing stands out. No, not really. I can't remember. No, because my horse usually is close. Yeah. And I've never picked one that was just god awful. Who did you I can't pick last year? Did you pick Epicenter last season? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I don't consider that a bad pick. No, no, no. Um, I might have picked Dublin that year. No, I wouldn't have because no. he was he was way outside. Yeah. You um, didn't what's what's yours? Maybe I picked it too. Uh, I have two that I'm embarrassed by. Okay. Uh, Irish War Cry in 2017. Nope. Um, nope. That was that was the year always dreaming one. I don't, nope. I don't remember who you, who you picked that. And I I didn't pick always dreaming, but I don't think I had a bad pick. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Irish War Cry, and he turned for home, and I thought, all right, we're on to something, and he just quit. So he was bad, and then Tabo last year I thought was a, a horrible pick. No, I picked up a center. I never was a high on Tava that much. Um, yeah. um, I wish I knew who the horse I picked the year. My net bird one seems to me like I might have picked a bad one that year. Um, but gosh, everybody did. When a long shot wins like that. Oh, I had no. I had the second place horse that year. Okay. I had Pioneer of the Nile. Mm. The year my net bird won. Um, well, I picked Curlin that year, but he finished third, and it was a solid third. So I don't, that wasn't a bad pick. Yeah. Um, has there been a pretty good Arkansas Derby winner that did awful? Because I think, seems to me like I picked one of those one year and he didn't, he didn't run very well. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Magna Moon, but he, I had, yeah. he, you had Justify that year. Yeah. Um, not that I can think of. No. Yeah. Uh, Dennis says Mendelssohn, and that was uh, the Justify year. But, you know, Mendelssohn broke horrific and just never got involved. So that happens. Um, worse outside that was McCracken. Yeah, McCracken, not not great. Did not run great, for sure. Um, yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think. Uh, well, I'll tell you one that really disappointed me, and, and that was uh, Essential Quality. Now, it well, wasn't that's Dennis, that's he it. ran fourth, but... The whole stretch, he was right there to go by, and he just would not. And when you think about all the races he ran before that 
and all the races he ran after that, how good he was. The fact he didn't win that day, that was a real heartbreaker because he rounded the corner like he was going to win. Too. Yeah. Um, well, Dennis says that's who he would. If oh. he could pick again, uh, you can read it. Who's the horse that you picked that didn't win the Derby you believe should have if they ran the race again in his uh -huh. set? Yeah. Dennis, I didn't even see the uh, question, but what a great uh, follow-up question. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's that one. It's that one. Oh, I, yeah. I, Do I, you I think Epicenter didn't see Rich Strike last year? Yeah. I, I think that's a lot of it. Yeah. Um, came up the rail on him, and yeah. Uh, it, it For you. That would be my pick. Epicenter should have won. That yeah, was one he should have won. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, as far as essential quality goes, Dennis, I still don't know why he didn't run that well in that race specifically, but ran well everywhere else. I, I was so confident in, in him. And after that derby, I was like, oh my gosh, man, I, I misjudged him. Maybe he's not that good because he had every chance. We went into the Belmont and I was hearing such good things about him. I said, all right, I'm going to give you one more chance. He runs a Belmont for the ages. Well, I mean, oh, yeah. just a, tremendous. Then he goes to Saratoga and wins two more. And it's like, no, you were right. He was really good. Just yeah. for whatever reason that day, he would not finish them off. So that was a killer. I tell you, a horse, it, you can't re if he'd have got a better post, Carlin would have won. Yeah. For but sure. he had a horrible post. That was our first derby where we really watched it and knew something yeah. about racing. Yeah. And we didn't really worry about the post because, ah, whatever. And then it's like, oh, those yeah. are the death. Now we know what they're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marcy Mitch says, I still I, I still don't see Rich Strike when I watch the race. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That race, yeah. Uh, that is going to haunt you guys for the rest of your lives, isn't it? It really is. We were live to so much. Uh, pick, pick four, pick five. Uh, we had both. We had an epicenter and we had Zandon. So that stretch was fun, man. We were excited. We didn't think. And then it's like, oh, what, no. just, what just happened? Um, oh, so, yeah. 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 Well, great. the same thing that you're mind that bird one, but, but you guys weren't into it then like you are now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mind that bird. Uh, you know, that was fun because it was Calvin and he'd won again. And yeah. he didn't have a website. But he won about the same way. Yeah. Yeah. He but he had won the Sunland Derby, if I remember right. No. Right. No. Oh, he did not. I thought no, he did. He had won some races as a two-year-old, but he had not won as a three-year-old. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You actually go back. I did a video comparing uh, Mind That Bird's lead up to the Derby and Rich Strike. And Rich Strike is 100 times more improbable than Mind That Bird, even, believe it or not. You know it's what was funny? I was thinking about this today or yesterday. You know, Mind That Bird was very close to winning the Triple Crown. And a lot of people don't know that. Yep. They don't remember that. He ran great yep. in the Preakness and the Belmont. I think he finished second and third, right? Yeah, if you don't remember that was, and you do, I'm gonna talk about people yeah. that are listening. That was such a fun Triple Crown season because you had him, and then he came back and he faced Rachel Alexandra. Yeah, the Preakness and the buildup to that Preakness was incredible because yeah. she had won the Oaks by 20. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and privately sold right after went to Steve Asmussen. It's like, oh my God, this is amazing. She turns for home with like a five length lead in the Preakness, and it's it's Rachel. And it's, it's just a wall of the boys. And they're like, we're like, oh, my God, they're not going to get her. She's going to do it. 
Yeah. She wins, but at the last oh hundred yards, find that bird just flies by everybody except her. Um, yeah. And so yeah, it was incredible. And then in the Belmont, idiot—I shouldn't say that—but Calvin Burrell moved way too soon on him. Yeah. And he still got third, but he should have got second or even closer. He ran great. What I was thinking about, though, remember who the jock, uh, the trainer was, and I'm not going to mention names. Yeah. As soon as that horse got through the Triple Crown, he got transferred to D. Wayne, and we never heard from him again. Isn't that odd? Now, I'm not saying that as a knock on Lucas. Was he just played out because he had ran so hard in those three races, he just didn't have anything left? Or was there a bond between him and that trainer? You know, it's hard to believe, but was there? Or did did they just wear the horse out? He just didn't have, you know, he was not a very big horse. He's a little horse. Yeah, yeah. little horse. And uh, yeah, Chip. I just don't think he gets the credit he deserves. Mind that bird or Chip? Yeah. No, my, no, <laughs> mind that bird. I mean, that horse was, a, for, for that five weeks, six weeks, whatever stretch it is, he was pretty damn good. He was amazing. He really was. It was an amazing run. He took uh it took one of the best three-year-old fillies we've seen in a long, yeah. long, long time to keep him from going for the triple crown. I yeah. mean, that's amazing when you think about it. If not yeah. for one of the best fillies we've seen in forever, he's going for the triple crown. And he's won both races fairly easily. Yeah. <laughs> It's an amazing. It was an amazing run. We, I don't think we'll ever see that again. I really don't. A horse come out of the, well, wrist strike couldn't duplicate it, mm -hmm. and um, you know he did, and then was never heard from again. That's the odd part. I know, I know. I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> That's unexplainable. And the trainer. Oh my God! I can't. Well, we can't. We can't. Tell. What's so, the name of that movie they made about him? About that? I watched it. What's the name of it? Uh, fifty to one. Yeah. Yeah, fifty yes. to one. Grab uh, that. So, grab that somewhere if you haven't seen it. Try to find it. It's pretty good. I I know Chip Lilly. I can't watch that movie. <laughs> well, he's not in it. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I'm not gonna. Yeah, that. we've said enough. <laughs> Great movie. He's a uh, speaking. I'm laughing about Chip. He's uh, he's a good dude. He's a really good dude. But him <laughs> winning the Kentucky Derby is more than fifty to one. Let's put it that way. Ah, it's unbelievable. Crazy. But that's what makes horse racing what it is. Oh, I know. I know. I I I, I met him uh, quite a few years after the fact, and uh, he's a he's a funny guy. Yeah, he's a, a good 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 guy for sure. So, um, we'll, we'll leave it at that. Um, yeah, that's a good, good idea. I had another one here. Hold on. Let me, uh, oh, here's, this is a good one. Uh, this is by the way, Shane uh, is who sent these in, uh, which trainer is most likely to win Pletcher or Brad Cox? <laughs> well, that's a toughie. Fletcher has three. Cox has four. Fletcher's got the best odds. His three, now two of his three will definitely be lower than anything Cox has odds wise. Not the both, commit, both great trainers. Yeah. Uh, both know know what you know know what they're doing. I got to go with Fletcher because I don't think Cox has won yet, has he? Uh, well, he won by disqualification. Oh yeah, that didn't count. So, yeah. uh. 
my money's a little bit on Pletcher, just a little bit ahead of Cox, mainly because Pletcher's got the horse I like. So yeah. it's hard. I mean, Pletcher's as good as it gets. He 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 really is. I'm kind of agreeing. Uh, Dennis and Truth Exposed talking in the chat, and you you said the same thing. And there, uh, Marshy says the same thing. Pletcher, and I'm with you. I, I I'm with you uh, as well. I think Pletcher's the one. Um, I I just think he's got the better of the horses. I've kind of yeah. said it all year. And Angel of Empires kind of saying, hey, wait, might have been wrong about one of us, but I've kind of said all year, Cox has a bunch of horses that are eligible for the Derby, I'm talking about. Yeah. That are good. They're not great. Yeah. So. But I, he I, is a great trainer. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And honestly, I think he has a horse in the summer ready for us that's going to be pretty tough. But I don't, I think he's just a little too far behind right yeah. now. Talk about first mission. So. Um, we'll yep. see. Wow, well, Preakness coming up. We'll see about him. You bet. Um, how about this one? Uh, the question said, if Forte wins, what chance do you give him to win a triple crown? But let's just say, let's let's take Forte out of the question. Any of these horses win? Do we have a triple crown type horse this year? Do you think? Oh boy. Well, he they're not getting the fanfare that I remember that Pharaoh was getting and things of that nature, but. They will if they win this derby. It will start to talk. Well, I think he's the only one. It's Forte. I, I'm not, I'm just not sure on the others. Again, though, this thing's kind of changed in the last few years because we don't know who's going to run in the Preakness. We don't know how that's going to shape up. Mm-hmm. That Preakness might, you know, that race has just totally changed in the last, in my opinion, the last five, six, seven years. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of horses don't run in the Preakness. They skip it if they don't. Well, there's some that don't run it, even if they win the Derby. So it's changed. It really has. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Uh, and, and Michael says that because Michael, if you haven't seen uh, Michael's video, check it out on YouTube. He's a huge fan of Kings Barnes and he's done a, a video for us. It is hilarious. Great job by Michael and uh, great job by Magic Editing and adding uh, the sound bites. But, uh, he says, hey, the last Triple Crown winner was three for three undefeated horse who didn't race at age two. Of course, that was there justified in 2018. Fast forward, 2023, Michael says, Kings Barnes, he's predicted it, is going to win the Triple Crown. So We'll see. <laughs> um, I don't think there's a Triple Crown winner in this one. His, his, his opinion's as good as anybody else's. That's the way I look at it. Well, if he was on the no, yes, I agree. Um I was going to say, you interrupted me. You should have done that. Um, what was I going to say? I had a thought. Oh, triple crown winners. I don't think there is one. Forte, uh, though, say he won the Kentucky Derby. I mean, my goodness, he would be building a pretty damn good resume. Seven for eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and all those great ones in a row. Um, and I guarantee you, if he's healthy, he's going to the Preakness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, that's step number one. Let's have the Derby winner. Running the Preakness this year. What do you say? <laughs> Pletcher nice will winner. take the horse to the Preakness. Guarantee you. <laughs> do you realize, though, how long it's been since we've had? I mean, okay, that's not true. 2020, we had one, but it was a weird year. But a Derby winner did run the Preakness. But uh, 2022, didn't. Yep. 2021, the horse that like crossed the wire was there, but the horse that won was not. Right. 2020, we had it. 2019, didn't have it. It's 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 strange. It's it's been a bad 
triple crown stretch since 2018. You had the whole disqualification, maximum security thing in 19. Uh, you had, a, uh, you know, COVID, which really screwed up the triple crown in 20. In 21, you had the disqualification. 22, you had a rich strike that didn't go. So it's been a yeah. weird triple crown. So you got to throw the COVID year. What's that? You got to throw the COVID year out. That one's Yeah, throw just... that out. Throw that out. Yeah. 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 Um, Jerry says first mission of Red Route One will be waiting for the Derby winner at Pimlico. It does seem like, and see if you agree with this, because you've been following these preps and you were there. You were there to see Red Route One. Forgot about yep. that. Um, yep. What do you think? I mean, I know it's we still haven't ran the Derby, but it seems like some really good horses are going to be waiting for these Derby runners at the pre. They are. What do you think of Red I can't, Route One? I can't see him winning them. Triple Crown race. I just can't. I I I like to watch him run and everything because I love a horse of that style. But I don't think that race was very good. Well, one you know, Verifying was in there, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, oh, which one are you talking about? The one the other day. With Red Route One. Yeah. Victory Formation. You mean Victory Formation? I yeah. get those two mixed up. Yeah. <sighs> I. No, I don't think he can win. <laughs> the other one, yes. Now, I want to ask you something. Mm -hmm. Were you standing where you normally stand yeah. for that race? Were you? Mm -hmm. Did you see Asmussen mm -hmm. on the apron going nuts when he yeah. won that race? Okay. Yeah. I was wondering because they, they the Fox cameras were on him and he was going insane, but <laughs> he thought he lost. He thought Red Route 1 had lost. I thought he'd lost too. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I had to watch it a couple times before I, I saw it. You know, yeah. the, the the angle I was at, of course, I was down on the track level uh, where we always stand, and it, boy, it 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 really looked like he lost. It really did. You know, uh, great great uh, stretch run, no question about it. I mean, he he made up some ground. He was overjoyed, but I think he was like zero for thirteen that day. <laughs> he, <laughs> He had a million horses running that day, and I think that's the only one he won. So it also made him the winningest uh, trainer in Oakland history that yeah. day. He's breaking so. all the rules, or all the rules, all the all the all the records. So oh, yeah. he's amazing. Uh, yeah, it, it's absolutely amazing. I, I want to rewind. I'm sorry. Go right ahead. Go ahead. I don't know. How he, I don't know how he keeps going. I don't know how he keeps track of all of it. I don't know how he does it. I know. I know. Um, we've got to rewind just real quick. Uh, a race that happened at Keeneland about eight minutes ago, five, ten, eight minutes, whatever. Uh, fandom. Fandom ran at Keeneland just now uh, for Wesley Ward, two-year-old debut runner. <laughs> he had a great runner. Remember, was it last week, Papa Dude, we talked about American Rascal and how good that horse looked for Wesley mm -hmm. Ward on debut. Fandom may be better. Really? Uh, debuted on the turf and was absolutely amazing. Um, we were deep in derby talk, so I didn't want to interrupt that. But, yeah, fandom okay. was incredible. Way early, guys. Way, way early to get on a two-year-old. Well, it is, but with uh, with Royal Ascot around the corner, it it does get you excited for that. You know, yeah. um, American horses going over there and winning is such a cool thing. And so uh, we would love to, uh, to see another one go over there and win. We think American Rascal can. I believe fandom can as well. We'll see what happens. A long way to go, like I said. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Any other Derby talk before we move on? No. Uh, Shadi was uh, mentioning the two races back to back at Oakland last week that oh, went to the wire. 
I was on the losing end of one of them that really hurt bad. <laughs> Me too. Had we got Samurai home, uh, he screwed up two pick threes, which wouldn't have paid a whole lot, but still, oh, it's, nice to, it's nice to get them. Mm -hmm. And uh, then we, then I had him, you know, $20 to win, which would have been a good little payout too. And then, of course, Sandy had him, so that made her mad. So anyway, I, I thought the horse ran great, though. I, I really did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you know we were sitting there watching them, and <laughs> Sandy doesn't quite get it. You know she doesn't do like we do. And uh, I said we can't put a lot of horses in a pick three and make any money. You just can't. So we got to leave one of them off. And there were four, and Proxy was the one we left off. And because the horse we had talked about it doesn't win a lot, but gorgeous, just a gorgeous horse. I'm telling you. And uh, that was sad. But I did want to mention, I was down on the rail, and it was early in the day when there weren't a lot of people there yet. And Maggie Wolfendale was mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. and came down and was just standing there, you know. And there was a little bit of room between me and her. Of course, I knew who she was. And I just mentioned her, hey, I enjoy watching you on Naira. Nicest person oh, yeah. I've ever, well, I can't say I've ever been around just went out of her way to say hi to us and just, you know, some gen seemed like a genuinely good person and loves her job. Absolutely loves her job. Just I, a, I wanted to mention that. I can't say enough good things about her. I, I love Maggie. Uh, yeah, she's really same good. way, I, I've talked to her a couple times. She's so friendly, yeah. so fan friendly. Anybody yeah. that wants to talk to her, you can talk to her. She doesn't, she's not yeah. a stuck up person at all. No. Um, thrilled to do her job and does yep. a really good job at it. So. Yeah, she's really good at it. She says, I love being on that pony yeah. after the race, interviewing those jockeys. She goes, I absolutely love that. She goes, that's my favorite part. That's why we hang out. <laughs> okay, let's, let's back up. That's not why, but it's one of the reasons we like hanging out at the paddock bar at Saratoga because we love to watch Mackie come by on her pony. Yeah. For those big races. It's crazy. It's like, it's like, damn, she can do everything, you know? Well, so. she was an exercise rider. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She still yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. And she got into that part of it. Uh, I saw her on an interview. She didn't tell me all this, but I saw her on an interview. She also told me, she goes, I love to be in the paddock looking at them. She goes, I really think I'm good at that, too. And she is. She's very good. Yeah. She she is, and this isn't a disrespect to any other paddock host. I don't have any problem with anybody, but she's she's head and shoulders the best, in my opinion. And uh, especially when she's on that Naira circuit day in and day out. Yeah. Um, and look, there, there's a lot of us, and we have some people in our chat that are very good. Truth exposed, you're very good about uh, picking out horses in the paddock, but a lot of people aren't. And so she, that is where she becomes valuable. She mm. is uh, somebody you can listen to and get some insight on. And then, Kevin, you stole it right from me, but especially when we get to Saratoga, she is amazing at spotting yeah. out the two-year-old horses that are ready to run. Um, and, and, and like he says, outrun their odds a little bit. Well, she's on the backside too. I mean, she, her husband is a trainer. So yeah. on that circuit and he's pretty good. So she knows what's going on. Mm -hmm. It was really funny. She was talking about, she started out, they had one horse and he was the trainer and the groomer and she was the exercise rider. <laughs> that was their whole organization there for a while until it was 30 getting some more horses but anyway but 
Yeah, yeah. Talking about Tom Morley, that's her husband yeah. who who uh, got you know got a, got a decent sized stable now. So things are going well for him. Yeah, I'm 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 yeah, Matt. We're like listen, horse racing sometimes has people that are probably too talented for horse racing, and she's yeah, probably she's one good. of them. She's really good. She is good. So she's very likable. All right. Um, all right. Any any other horse racing topics, concerns? questions uh well we went uh pretty long i had another little deal here but i don't think there's any reason to even get into it well what is it well i was gonna break down for the average fan because i had a couple of people who oh yeah i was standing beside and they were just at the track for the first time and sandy told me told them you know that i knew a lot of stuff so i tried to explain things to them and I, I don't know. I got, I, we got better stuff to talk about than this. I think though. Well, you're, well the question I was going to ask you is, okay. What kind of race gives you the most trouble picking? Well, that's a good question. That's a really good question. And I, it's a very simple answer for me. Low level claiming races. Okay. Um, not Aiden claiming, just regular claiming. Um, those are the hardest for me. Those are for you. Either it's it's one of two, and I, that that is number one. But a second one would be um, like allowance horses, but not like uh, not the entry level allowance. Like a horse that may, just breaks the maiden and yes. now is in an allowance. No, those are fine. But the, oh, those are okay for me. In an allowance is a while. You okay. know what I mean? Like yeah, I do. It's like ugh. I have uh, non winners of two. They've only won once, yeah, and they've been around a while. Mm-hmm. That's that's tough for me. Mm-hmm. Say all of them have run ten times, yep. and they only have one win. I have a lot of trouble with that one. My number one one is a low level maiden claimer. I never bet that ever because they're they're not any good, you know in. Like I've said a million times, all of them can win and all of them can lose. And if there's a field of 12 of them, I just don't bet it. Because, or if I do, always try to beat the favorite. Because they shouldn't yeah. be favorites. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. I can find, there are times I can find a, a maiden claiming race that doesn't bother me. Um, okay. But, but yes, I know what you're saying. Sometimes, yes. if it's if it's real low level, yes, the the mid yeah. level to high level maiden claimers not as much. Usually, it's class droppers that, that winning are winning those. But yeah, yeah. your low ones are tough. Uh, and and Dennis, you might be right a little bit. He says it's the mid level claimers, not the real low end ones. The high the high level claimers, it's like okay, it's horses that. Just not good. quite good enough for allowance, but they're still good horses. They're right? pretty good. Yeah. The lower ones stay together with the other lower ones. They do. So they do kind of have a form, but anywhere from like 15 to 30. Yeah. Well, they, for example, at Oakland tomorrow in race number two, there's a 6250 claimer. Yeah. Okay. Which is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But in that race, there is a solid favorite. In that race, that's won three out of its last four, including once at Oakland. It's called the Empire Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 
that would be a horse you could single in that race, in my opinion. And then you could start your pick three with a single, mm -hmm. which is what I tried to do. And I've been trying to do the, the last couple of times I've gone to Oakland is try to find a couple of pick threes that you can hit and uh, which are still hard. But if you can single one, you got a shot at winning. So that would be something you'd want to do. Yeah. And we're getting into this too technically. But, you know, when, you, when you're at the track and you try to explain someone who's never been to the track how to better race, you just can't do it. You just cannot do it. You just have to learn on your own. You have to start studying it. You, you have just, to start out. New people have to start off very simple. Yeah, that's what I told them. Yeah, you bet a win, you know. Um, just bet wins. Uh, and that's all. Yeah, and, and start there and then kind of go from there once you've got that kind of thing. He was there with his wife, and, and they were very nice people. They were from Fayetteville. And uh, I said, either that or you pick one and let her pick one and go better than exact a dollar exact a box. Yeah. I said, that, that's fine. You, you may not win much, or maybe you both just bet $2 on whatever horse you pick to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I said, do you know anything about a horse? No. I said, you know, I said, the problem with Oakland is, and, and you know this, if you're just looking at them and you're trying to go by looks, they all look good. Yeah. Almost yeah. all of them do. Because the trainers are so good down yeah. there. Yeah. So it's tough. Uh, but I'm I'm with you. I those low levels, but I have trouble with the non-winners of two. The ones that are like, let's say they're 12-5 claimer, mm -hmm. and they've been around for a while, and all of them, every single one of them look just alike to me. They've yeah. all won one race. And I man, agree. that's tough to figure out. Yes. Yeah. Who's the best of that bunch? It is. It yes, is. it is. And that's what makes it so tough. Uh, but it, I used to, I would go through those and I'd go, okay, who won the best maiden race, right? Yeah. I was like, okay, this one won a special race. <laughs> but then you got to, then it didn't, it didn't work out and you got to stop and think, okay, let's say this horse won a maiden special weight. And yeah. now he, he ran three or four times and now he's in a 12-5 claimer. That means they have totally given up on that horse completely. Yeah. Something's yeah. wrong with them, you know? And so, because yeah. no, that doesn't work. You know, you got to do this. Beaten claimers. Another, like, uh, you, know, <laughs> uh, you know, for three-year-olds and up who haven't won a race in six months. Oh, great. Yeah. 5,000. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's tough. It is tough. And they always have one of those in the pick four or the oh, pick yes. five that's going to screw you up every time. That's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. You understand, people, they don't want you winning those pick fives. <laughs> they don't want very many people to do it. Let's put it that way. Well, they try to make it uh, as challenging as possible, get as many combinations as possible, and that payout's bigger. So that's what yeah. they're trying to do, especially on those bigger days. Uh, at Oakland, uh, card, you're right. Uh, boy, just. Oh, it's Miller, tough. Uh, boy lost. It cost me five hundred dollars. Yeah, mean, it's tough. That it's was because I had a three dollar pick three ending with him, and then a three dollar pick three that would have cashed in the next race, and then a three dollar pick three that would have cashed in the next race. Yeah. So yeah, not good. Um. All right. Anything else? Any other questions? Comments? Uh, I've got a little fun thing. I think. Well, let's do. If it. If you have time. Let's let's have a little fun on this show. We haven't yet. Okay. Let's have a little fun. I don't know where I got this idea, but it has nothing to do with sports, nothing to do with horse racing. Okay. I looked up uh, TV Guide magazines, <laughs> okay. top 
television shows of all time. Okay? Uh -huh. So everybody think of, of, of a television show that you really like. Now, this was back a few years ago. So some of the Netflix things that are on now were not mentioned in this. Okay? okay? So they're mostly older shows. And some of you guys in the chat may be so young, you don't know any older shows. And I'm going to just go through the list a little bit. Okay. And you tell me if you've ever seen it, because there's some of these I've never seen. Okay, I'm ready. And if you liked it. Okay. And everybody else throw out some of yours, because I'm not going to go through all 60 of them. That would take forever. So this is top shows, according to TV Guy. Yeah, and I figured they're as good as anybody I'm to ready. come up with come up with the list, don't you? Yeah. I think so. I'm going to start at number 25, and I, I'll just go through them real quick. Are you ready? Okay. Number 25 on their list is The X-Files. I never watched that. I know what it is, obviously, but I've never watched okay. it. Me either. <laughs> okay. We're one for one. Number 24 has been around forever, <clears throat> 60 minutes. I've never watched that. Not once. No. <laughs> I'm not a regular watcher, but I have seen it, so I can't say I haven't. Next. Uh, number 23. <laughs> you may not remember this one. Hill Street Blues. I've heard of it, but I've never I've never seen it. No. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number 22. I know you've watched this. Okay. The Tonight Show. Okay, yeah. That's number 22. Tonight show, is that Jay Leno or is that – it's all raining? It's all of them. Okay. Yeah. Now, Johnny Carson's the most famous, but he would be too old for you. So I'm too old for Carson. Um, I, you remember Leno. Of course. Uh, well, then, then Fallon. I don't like Leno. Not any. Um, I quit watching it when Leno was on. I'll be honest. I've never watched – an episode of Jimmy Fallon. However, uh, I do watch clips. Yeah, from the show. Yeah. Anyway, I watch Jimmy Kimmel. So uh, again, yeah. I, none of these I ever watch anymore. But I watch clips. Okay. So. All right. Number twenty-one. Not only have I never watched this, I've never heard of it. Okay. Mad Men. Oh yeah, I've heard of Mad. Have you ever watched it? No. <laughs> but I've heard of it. <laughs> okay, next. <laughs> I know you've never seen this one. This was back in the 60s. Uh, the Dick Van Dyke Show. I've, I've actually seen an episode or two of that. Okay, know? that's I, good. I, don't, I mean, I've never watched it. Okay. Now, I don't I think... like Mad Men, by the way. Uh, Kevin says Mad Men is a great show. Uh, okay. Shai likes Mad Men. Um, is, that, is John Hamm in Mad Men? Uh, and uh, chattel can answer. Go ahead. They don't mention him as being in it. Uh, I don't think this one qualifies. Well, I guess it does. Okay. <laughs> 19 is Oprah. Okay. Well, I don't watch that. No, that to me, that anyway. Okay. Eight, I don't think talk shows should be in this. That's what I'm saying. I don't think oh. that should be in okay. there. No. Okay. Number 18, a uh, classic Saturday Night Live. Okay. Yeah. I've watched that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And it's still pretty funny. I will say yeah. that. Yeah. 17, this was a fantastic show. You probably never watched it. Some of the funniest stuff that's ever okay. was the Carol Burnett show. 
Uh, I've, I, you know, obviously too too old for me, but I have seen that show, like clips yeah. of that show. It, it was a great show. Yeah. All right. This one was on PBS, so obviously I never watched it. It's called Masterpiece Theater. And I've never seen that. Okay. Uh -uh. 15, this one should be rated much higher, and that's the Andy Griffith show. Well, that should be a top five show. Absolutely. I don't understand. I'll, I looked at a lot of lists. I did, because I prepared for the show. and. There was one list that it wasn't even in the top 100. Well, how? How can that be? That show is 63 years old and is still on. Well, it, it's on TV land from 4.30 to 6 to 7 o'clock every day. Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Wow. Well, okay. That doesn't make any sense to me. 14, Law and Order. Kevin says, "Can we cancel Blinkers off and do TV Guide and Pop and Do?" Who said that? Uh, Law and Order. <laughs> See, I, I don't have the chat on because I'm having. I've got this on another deal here. Well, I'll give you a prize of the chat. Okay. Law and Order. I, I don't. I've never watched it. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I bet a lot of people have though. Yeah. Uh, I have heard of it, by the way. But anyway, thirteen. This is way back, way old. The Honeymooners. You got to be really old to remember that one. I've heard of that though. Yeah, that was Jackie Gleason. It was really good. Okay. Number twelve, Star Trek. Never watched it. Me neither. <laughs> and honestly, and, and, and look, Star Star Trek, uh, very popular, but that to be ranked ahead of Andy Griffith is a joke. So <laughs> I totally agree. Agree. And like I said. It, that's obviously Star Trek, a very... It, it should be in the top one. Good yes. show. Yeah. Right? But yeah. give me a break. Okay. okay. Now, remember where Andy is. It's 15. Does anybody agree with us on Andy, or are we the only nerds? Yeah, if, you guys, if you guys don't agree, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's remember where it's at. It's 15. Yeah. And now we're going to go... We're, we're doing shows that are ahead of it, okay? By the way, I'm sure Alf isn't going to be on this list, but I loved Alf <laughs> Robert. No, I don't think Al's going to be on this list. Okay. Uh, I did watch Alf, which automatically makes it better than Star Trek. All right. Uh, number 11. Okay. This belongs on the list. Okay. Cheers. Yeah. Yes. But you know, I don't think Cheers is better than Andy Griffith, but I, Cheers yeah, is absolutely not better than Andy Griffith. But well, Cheers is definitely a good. Good. It was a great show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next. Number 10, mm -hmm. The Simpsons. Well, listen, <laughs> I don't, I don't watch that show. Uh, well, I've watched it. I have watched it, but I'm not like a religious watcher of it, but that it's a incredible, the run they've had. I mean, oh yeah, it may not be for you, but you can still acknowledge that that is. Oh yeah. It's got to be in the top 25. Yeah. Yep. yep. Better than Andy Griffith? No. No, but no. Number nine, Breaking Bad. Look, hold on, we got we got to stop. Kevin <laughs> says he's never watched it. Who? Kevin B has never watched Andy Griffith. Where do you live, Kevin? <laughs> the moon. Uh, all right. <laughs> no, did, Heather's never watched it. Well, that oh, that's true. Heather hasn't ever seen it. Yeah. Do you live on the East Coast? Oh, look, Shoddy's never seen it either. 
Oh, Shoddy. Oh, God. Shoddy's pretty young, though. Shoddy's pretty young. Yeah, but Shoddy's from, she's from Arkansas. Yeah. Shoddy. Yeah. You have TV land. Uh, Trish, we have not rated Dexter yet. Hold on. Oh, Kevin's from Saratoga. Well, hey, listen, upstate New York, they don't like it. I I understand that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're in a different ballpark when it comes to TV shows. I get that. Shoddy. You are a disgrace to the state of Arkansas. <laughs> no, you're watch. not. No, you're not. Don't say <laughs> Yes, she is. You've got to watch that, Shadi. No, you're not. All right. So what did you she say? She knows I'm kidding. I'm kidding. you got to watch that. Is what? you, you got to watch it. You will like it. Watch okay, where were we? No, Breaking Bad. Okay. All right. Yeah. You think I, that's the great one? Belongs in the top 10? I don't. I think it belongs in the top 25. Uh, I'm not sure. It was good. I thought it was great. I thought it was really good. Really. Well, the thing with Breaking Bad is it was very difficult to watch. You had to really concentrate. And at my advanced age, I would have to watch the episode three times because I would go to sleep. Yeah. Halfway through it. All right. But yeah, it was good. I don't think I've seen Breaking Bad, so that's good. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Go ahead. You've seen number eight, and I agree with it. Mash. We should. Um, Mash. Yeah, that was really good. That was really good. Uh, my, my, uh, whatever you want to call it, Chris, my father in law, let's say, he washes mash every morning. Yeah, it, it's, I good. hear it when I wake up. Yeah, I like mash. Um, seven, the Mary Tyler Moore show. You probably never saw that. I, I have seen I know what it is. It was good. I, I haven't seen it. No. I, I, it was good. Yeah. Six, The Wire. I've never watched that. Me neither. I think I have heard of it. Five, very old show, way before its time, The Twilight Zone. Okay, I have actually watched old episodes of The Twilight Zone before. I don't think it should be number five. No, no. The, now, what is The Wire? Uh, what's the, the Wire, uh, yeah, what hot question issues, the war on drugs, political corruption, the failures of the education system, Deeply resonated in David Simon's unvarnished journey into the heart of Baltimore's urban darkness. Okay. Could be why the country is so screwed up, these kind of TV shows. (laughs) No, it's not. All right, let's go on. (laughs) Why? I don't want to go into the heart of Baltimore's urban darkness. I want to be in Mayberry with the Andy Griffith show. What's the next one on the list? All right, four. All in the family, definitely. All in the family, yeah. Have That's you ever seen very many of those? Yeah, oh yeah, I've seen a bunch of those. Oh, they're great. They're they're hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And you know, when that show started, that was the most controversial TV show of its time. I could see why. Yeah. It's it. Listen, that show. Listen. That show is definitely. It's dead on. <laughs> Well, it is, but it's a, it is well ahead of its time. Oh, it is. I, I, I am shocked when I look at that back. What year they aired those shows? Yeah, I mean, that, it's, a, it, it's incredible. Yeah, that's are you a good saying show. it could air now? I don't think there's any way in hell it could air now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, three. I love Lucy. That's the Lucy show that has to be on there. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, that's a classic. Yeah, there were some I, I've never dove into. Uh, number two is Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh, 
And, uh, and I don't agree with this one, but anyway, number one, I would never pick this in a million years, The Sopranos. Really? And that's what they got. I'm, I'm surprised. number one on a lot of lists. It, it is very good. I, I'm with you. I, I don't think it's number one. Um, but it, it's very good. Okay, let me, run through, let me run through some of these that didn't make it. So, so I was thinking okay. Friends would be. Okay, crazy. Friends is number 28. Yeah. See, it, Shoddy, when he said number one, I thought it's going to be Friends. So Friends was 28. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Cosby Show didn't make it. It was 26. Gunsmoke, 27. Here's one probably most of us have seen. ER. ER was really good. That was a good show. It's 29. 29? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Roseanne, I hated that show. 32. No, I hated Roseanne. Yeah. Here's one probably some people have watched. Uh, the Waltons. The Waltons, yeah. Yeah, it's 34. Shoddy's probably seen that, right, uh, Shoddy? Yeah. She'd seen Gunsmoke. Gunsmoke, we said, was 27. Um, Gunsmoke was the longest-running Western. I... Ron, uh, Ron McCann just said something. I have seen a lot, some of these. Well, I'd say a lot of these. I've laughed so hard at Sanford and Sons. Where is that? I haven't come to it yet. Hang on. That's got to be. I mean, uh, I don't think. Uh, Lost, number 36. It was okay for a while, but I got tired of it. Uh, here's, a, here's a recent one uh, Survivor, number 39. See, again, I don't count. That isn't. I used to really like it, but it's but I can't believe it's still on because it's the same thing. So, Sanford, Sanford and Sons, Full House. I haven't got there yet. Full House is a was a classic. Well, hold on. I'm oh, the forty. Okay. Sex in the City was forty. David yeah. Letterman's forty-one. Uh, here's a recent one: Modern Family. Modern Family. What is it's it? It's forty-three. Okay. Uh, Dallas, remember that? Probably, yeah, not. yeah. Okay, it's 47. Yeah, American Idol is 48. Gotta remember, this list is a little bit or this, it's a little bit older. So, so a show like number 52, The Big Bang, The Big Bang Theory, would probably be higher. So, we're you're, we're you're not seeing Sanford and Sons anywhere no. on this? Nope, good lord, nope. Everybody who loves Raymond is number sixty. Yeah. Now, a show like The Office would be on a, a, a an updated list, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. So, um, anyway, what about Bonanza was that not on there anywhere? Not on this one. Wow, well, it should be. Yeah, shot. Uh, the Golden Girls is on there. Yeah. Um, the Daily Show with John Stewart's on there. I wanted to read Trisha's comment. Um, okay, I'm going to get off this. Tried, she's tried so hard to get into Seinfeld, but every time I watch it, I think it's just overrated. Trish, my wife says the exact same thing. A lot of people do. Not uh, like, yeah. like Sandy loves Andy Griffith, mm -hmm. and she'll watch Seinfeld, but she doesn't really like it. I did another show, like Two and a Half Men. Where's that? Nah, can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I I almost hate to admit this, but I have gotten into that show again. I watch that show every night. Two and a half men? Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. 
once I get done with uh, work and, you know, it's it's like six o'clock, done eating, yep. I don't want to watch like the first parts of the of the games because I'm tired of it. And so I, I turn on two and a half men. So, yeah. Well, I've got a newer list here. What's that? Real quick, a newer list, one that's newer. Okay. It's because somebody mentioned Ted Lasso. Yeah, Ted Lasso. They have it number 24. Okay. No way in hell. It's okay. It's not bad. What, what's that guy's name? The star of it? I can never think of his name. His actual name? Is yeah, he's good. Uh, Meet the Millers. That's what I know him for. Yeah, I cannot think of that guy's name. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm on the updated list is 30. Yeah, that's a good show. On the updated list, they have Simpsons at 39. They have Seinfeld at 17. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, well, hold on. <laughs> I would have my thoughts on Disarm for the Kentucky Derby. We got to answer. Jared, uh, not good. I don't like him. No, we're not talking about that right now, Jared, but we will answer your questions. <laughs> my whole TV show. Disarm uh, needs to cut his other arm off, too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't even think Asmussen likes this arm uh, for the Derby. You think he'll even run him? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's going to run him. He's got to have a horse in there, don't he? Yeah. 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 Uh, there on the updated updated list. Here's the top ten, top nine. Okay, updated list. Uh, by the way, Friends was thirteen ahead of Seinfeld. No way. It should not be ahead of Seinfeld. I feel like people like Friends or people like Seinfeld. They don't like both. Well, that's that's fair. What do you think? Do you like the Big Bang Theory? Travis no, trash. I don't like it either. <laughs> it's okay. I, I just it's too, it's too goofy. What about but, Wild Wild West? You watch well, that? I've not seen that one, Richard. I remember it though. I've uh, not seen it. Yellowstone is a show people are really into. Right? Yeah, it's it's like in it's it's like thirty five on the update. House of Cards. You ever seen that uh, on Netflix? Of, yeah, it was okay. Uh, here's a team sign, though. There you go. Now, uh, now here's one that I did not like. Okay. And it's number 15 okay. on the updated list. Better Call Saul. I couldn't get into that. Uh, I liked it, but it was too slow. And people people will always say, well, it's supposed to be slow. No, it's not supposed to be that damn slow. Yeah, I, I could. You're building towards something, but it was too slow. Too slow. But I liked it. I, didn't, I don't say I didn't like it, but it's too slow. Okay. Uh, Stranger Things is on the list. 33. Up Now, you loved it. I, I, yeah, I like it. Yeah. It was too strange for me. Yeah. Uh, Office is number nine. Office. Yeah. Now, I will say this. When The Office was actually on and not in reruns on Netflix, mm -hmm. I, I never watched it. Not one time. No. But then when they put it on Netflix... And now it's on TV too, comedy channel or something. Yeah. God, it's funny. <laughs> it's so good. Speaking of, of shows, Jerry Springer just died. I saw I, that. I saw that. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, hmm. A couple of the contestants finally got him. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I, I did not watch that show. Jerry um, so here's the deal. No, I didn't either. Uh, 
uh, Kevin B and Shadi, you guys yeah. are spot on. Shadi said the office is a comfort show. Uh, Kevin B said the office is the number one show for me to throw on in the background, falling asleep, can watch on repeat. Yep, exactly. That's it. That's that show. It is a great show. That and that's that's why I have seen the office so many times. That's why I'm watching two and a half men. It's the same thing. It's just throw it on. Yep. So anyway, okay. Okay, so one more. Okay, we got real quick. I know very quickly. Yeah, but listen, look at this. Look at what's going on here. We are, we have got it going on. We do. We do. Yes. 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 We're bringing people together. All right. That's <laughs> what we do. What job would you be terrible at? Oh, so many. Some, I me too. But just think, give give us one. I mean, something you would just be god awful at. So so many. Um, <coughs> I, I, there's so many I can't I can't even begin. I I, I, I can't. I, it's just whatever. Name something. Well, I know one. I would be just god awful at. Okay, uh, carpenter. That I would be really bad. Yeah, at. I was gonna. I was gonna say carpenter. I can't do anything. Bricklayer. Like mechanic. Uh, yeah, that would be good. A cop. I think I'd I be awful. What? What's so hard about being a cop? Oh, I'd be scared to death. I'm I'm kidding. I would oh. Are you crazy? I see what somebody going two hundred miles and let's say I had the night shift. It was like two o'clock in the morning. I see somebody running through town two hundred miles. Go ahead, boys. That's just it. If I was a cop, I would hide out. Yeah. I would be the very worst cop. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. It, that would be hard. Uh, we have a uh, domestic disturbance. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm out of the area at the moment. <laughs> There's a guy over in the front yard of this house with a gun. We need to get over there as soon as you can. I think I'm changing a flat tire right now. I'll get there just as soon. <laughs> people, people talk shit about the cops, and they deserve it sometimes for sure. But yeah. uh, if you – that. If you actually went out there, I would. Oh God, that, that would be a hard job. Highway patrolman. Oh my God, that would be awful. Got to investigate those wrecks. I was just saying, not to get gruesome, but think about a highway patrolman what oh. they've seen. You know, I I've got nothing but respect for law yeah. enforcement. I it's I couldn't. I would be awful at it. One thing you will never do again. Uh, one thing I will never do again. Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, I know one thing I used to like to do, but I can't do it now. I've got one thing. Okay, go. I will never get on social media again. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, one week in, and it has been the best decision ever. Oh, good. I can you. never oh, ride a roller coaster again. Never again either. Yeah. I can never. Ride a roller coaster again. Really? Mm -hmm. It bothered me. The last time I rode one, that killed me. Huh. And they, they say that happens when you get older. The roller coasters bother you. Huh. I used to ride roller coasters. I, you know, yeah. Somebody said they would be awful at a school teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for admitting that. Because a lot of people think they could teach. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, I've always told people, uh, okay, do you want to come up and teach? Come on up. I'll let you teach for three days because I won't see you the fourth day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kevin hates roller coaster people. He's with you. They're pure. Pure. <laughs> come on, just do it. You know. 
Uh, now, and from the Daily Show this morning, which Samish skipped over. Okay. When we said today was going to be open forum, Rob Nin put on there boxers or briefs. Oh, boxers or briefs. Now, this is kind of personal. Uh, hmm. Trying to think of an answer here. <laughs> No, uh, I I uh, boxer briefs. That's my answer. Aha! Uh -huh. Nine times out of ten, that's what I've got. It just depends on what's clean. But nine Maybe I need to try those. Oh, you'll like them. Yeah. Hmm. Well, <laughs> Kevin B proposing that you take over the Daily Show from Sonic. I've been trying to, Kevin. <laughs> Don't listen to me. Anyway, because uh, see, regular boxers crawl up my legs when I put my. You need boxer briefs. You'll like them. Yep. I'm going to Walmart right now. As soon as this uh, is over, I need to get out of the house anyway. Get fruit of balloon. That's what they got at Walmart. Yeah, get them. They're good. Yeah. Do they come in colors? Yes. Yeah, I've got that. Uh, so it's boxer briefs. I've got, I've got. And they, wait a minute, I think I got some of those. And they're like, they're, they're like uh, Heather gets these. They're mesh. Mesh, they're kind of like mesh. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. There you go. Look, truth she, wears them. She's a chick. She wears them. Look, lady. Cut. Really, truth. Johnny, you're learning something today. Hmm. There you go. I wouldn't think they'd be very sexy on a chick. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, maybe they would. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> boys extra large. That's everybody's. <laughs> this is, I tell you what, this is great. That's your opinion. Now we don't know. <laughs> That's everybody. Uh, I didn't think we would be talking about underwear colors on dudes who bet sports. That's Rob N's fault. Boys extra large. Well, wait a minute, Kevin. We're, we're not going to get canceled. <laughs> That's why we have him on this show. Nobody watches this one, Kevin. <laughs> oh, no, we've had a good crowd today. No, uh, they 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 keep me toned down on the on the Daily Show. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> we just had to, we mute his microphone. <laughs> Mike's a little too serious for me on the Daily well, Show. He's he, 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 he keeps to the script. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, listen. I think that's it. I think we're done. So, Boxer sure, Briefs. I'm going to go out and I'm not going to get a big package. Not, get six of them. That's a big package. Can I get three? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She wears them in the house. And hold a on now. Hold, well, well, hold, hold on. Now, wait a second. What? So, <laughs> she wears them in the house and a tank top while making breakfast. That don't sound too bad to me. No. That's, that's exactly. You might be You might be overthinking that your last comment. I am. <laughs> you got some style to you there, Truth. All right. Well. They never go up your ass. Go. I like that kind of talking girl, too. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, we're going to get out of here now. It's been very nice. Oh, gosh. Now, when I told you today, we're going to have an, uh, a, 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 what did I say? I don't even remember. Open forum. 
open forum and a very relaxed atmosphere. This is not fantastic. What I what I wanted. So mm-hmm. now, if you want to get some really good horse racing information, yeah. two o'clock, right? Central time, three o'clock Eastern, right? It's hard to believe. That this Wait a minute. Gone, and then 39 minutes later, we're going to have John White talking about the Derby. Yeah. So that's when you really want to get in there for the Derby is to listen to John White. This guy, no, he's the best. So this is not the lead. And I'm getting honestly. Okay. I got to get, you said mesh and truth says cotton. Uh, well, like, and then I got to get some house slippers. Um, I'm trying to, they're, they're not, <laughs> they're not mesh and they're not cotton. It's like a blend. All right. Would you ask John White first question? Like Kevin says, Kevin wants this. Can we ask John White boxers or briefs? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Imagine if John's watching this right now. He's like, good Lord. Like, this is what, this is what my lead in is? Is the, this? This is ridiculous. Well, he should be tickled. He won't have anything to. To worry about is I'm definitely going to ask him. Um, see, that's the thing. Listen, that's the great thing about John. Uh, you know, he he's he could be on this show and be doing this with us. He's one of the guys, man. That's that's John White in a nutshell. Got to get him on here. Then he'd love this. He'd love it. So. We got to get him on here. Then I. Know. <laughs> he needs to be a guest on this, and we I could just go off. Huh? I don't think so. Right. <laughs> you just said he would. He'd do it. David said, if you're really a real fan, if you don't comment on these conversations, I don't think so. Yeah. No, you suck. You don't know how to type if you don't. Uh, let's see. I think I got another derby. Richard Forte is in our super. Yes. <laughs> is this a derby update? Uh, no. Okay. Um, all right. We got to get out of here. We really do. Okay. I've got- I'm, going to, I'm going to Walmart. I've got... There won't be a clerk in there that can help me. And I got blend, cotton, cotton blend, mesh, and I don't know what to do. I've got a lot of thoughts in my head as we leave, uh, as we as we leave today. So we'll see. Yeah. See. Yeah. I think we need to have Truth come on with her tank top. That's what I was say. And her briefs. It's weird. It's weird that I'm really hungry for for breakfast right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am a huge self-checkout guy, Kevin. Listen, one of the highlights of my life is when I soloed for the first time at the self-checkout at Walmart. Should I should I read or should I listen to this is text message that he just sent me on the air? That'd be good good TV. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, it's a video. I can't watch this on the air, Dennis. I'll watch it right after. Um, all right. Okay, that's it. We're done. All right. We'd love to do this more, but yeah. you got to get ready for the next one. Yeah. We may do this next Thursday just for a little comic relief while we're. Well, the Derby's next Thursday. It'll screw everything up. I know. By the way, yeah, we'll be busy, busy, busy next week. All right. Well, I tell you what, and I have cleared my calendar. <laughs> I've cleared my calendar for Derby Day. That's nice. That's good. Yeah, I could join the live show. Well, you could, but you can't be like this. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I never do the live show. <laughs> uh, I think we need to do um, 
I think I think we need to do uh, breakfast top twenty five next week. So breakfast top twenty five. Yes. Yeah. I don't have top twenty five, but anyway. Well, that's your I, job. You've got six or seven. You gotta, you're gonna have to do something this. All week. right, we'll do. I've got that right. written down. I'll write it down right now. We're getting out of here. Believe it or not, the <laughs> game channel that has produced this will have John White in 20 and 35 minutes talking about the Kentucky Derby. Oh, this is great. One <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next week for the show. This is Doom to Bet Sports. Doom to Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Doom to Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Doom to Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman. And it's Bob the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit.